Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. Episode 36, The Chattering Mind. Hi, friends. The theme for this week for me that I want to talk about has been all about the chattering mind. I've been thinking about it a lot. In fact, my chattering mind has been thinking about the chattering mind. Really, I've been exploring this lesson over the last year in various ways, but it's been rising to the top this week, so let's talk about it. This theme is definitely heavily inspired by my current teachers that I've been reading and watching and studying, Eckhart Tolle, Pema Chodron, and Elizabeth Lesser. I've also been seeking info about transcendental meditation, which I haven't tried yet, Um, but I'm wildly curious about it. This process I have of seeking, searching, and researching is so important to dedication to lifelong learning. And I use it as the first step to transforming. I learn, then I process it, and then do some sort of action related to it. I think it's very easy to be a self-help junkie. I mean, it's fascinating stuff but I think it is as equally important to implement it, to do something. That said, I just really do want to give a shout out to those teachers for their wisdom and for putting themselves out there for us all to learn from. What I do on this podcast and in my daily life is to synthesize what I'm learning and share that process with you all. And I hope you get some value from that because I know that I do. Okay, let's dive in. So I've been reading a lot about the chittering, chattering mind. You know what I'm talking about, that incessant loop of rapid thinking that's going on in our brains most of the time. I think we can all relate to those nights where we're laying in bed and we can't sleep because of all of the thinking we're doing, and we just can't turn it off to go to sleep. You know that feeling where you just cannot press the off button to your brain? I've noticed my beautiful, obsessive brain reliving the past, like what what I said today or what she did today, and tripping about the future, like what's going to happen tomorrow or next week, and how can I control that? This reeling happens to all of us, and the more I become aware of it, the more I notice it's happening all the time. Sometimes it's in the forefront. Many times it's playing in the background, like a movie. But what if we learned to disconnect from that movie? What if we realized that that thought loop movie is not who we are? We get all caught up in believing that movie that's playing in the background all the time. But in reality, that is not who we are. That movie that we are believing is true is actually a loop of ego-driven, dysfunctional thought patterns that can cause us a lot of suffering. That's not to shame how our brain works. Our brain's doing what it's supposed to do. But if we don't pay attention to what it's doing, 
it can be involuntary and destructive to us. By not checking out of that movie, we suffer. I heard a simple sentence this week that has really stuck with me that I wanted to share with you. You don't have to believe your thoughts. It's very simple, but for some reason it blew my mind. I don't have to believe what I'm thinking all the time. Just because we have up to 70,000 thoughts a day doesn't mean we have to believe them. I'm realizing that I have overly identified with my mind and my thoughts. Like they're true. They exist, so they're true, right? The answer is no. Actually, as many as 98% of the thoughts are the same ones we had the day before. I mean, come on. If you're wondering why you're stuck in a rut, that might be your first clue if we're thinking the same thing over and over again. And beyond that, 80% of our thoughts are negative. 80%. That blows me away. If 80% of our thoughts are negative, that has a tremendous effect on how we see and operate in the world, what decisions we make, how much we suffer, and buffer away from all that negativity. I can see clearly how my overactive mind and negative thinking has affected my decisions about my health and my worthiness. It's like a broken computer looping and looping rapidly on the same negative things. And I think it's greatly affected by our info-obsessed culture of needing to know everything right as it happens. It feels like, as a culture, and as individual people, we are addicted to the constant mental noise and chattering, and it's causing us a lot of suffering. And here's a quote from Eckhart Tolle. He says, thinking has become a disease. Disease happens when things get out of balance. For example, there's nothing wrong with cells dividing and multiplying in the body. But when this process continues in disregard of the total organism, cells proliferate and we have disease. The mind is a superb instrument if used rightly. Used wrongly, however, it becomes very destructive. To put it more accurately, it's not so much that you use your mind wrongly, You usually don't use it at all. It uses you. And this is the disease. You believe that you are your mind. This is the delusion. The instrument has taken you over. And that's a quote from The Power of Now, which is an amazing book, by the way, if you haven't read it. So to me, the questions are a couple of things. What if we can learn to disconnect from the movie? And what if we decide not to believe all of our thoughts? Just because we have them doesn't mean we need to believe them all. And what if we can tap into an inner wisdom that goes deeper than all of this mind chatter? Well, it might feel like it's easier said than done. I mean, our thinking is in overdrive. But I get a sense that our intelligence comes from much more than just our thinking that our thoughts are just one slice of that intelligence that we inherently carry. So how do we tap into that? How do we disconnect from the movie and write a new ending and transform our lives into the way that we want it to be? Of course, I don't have all of the answers, but I want to share what I'm finding true for me. 
I'm learning to disconnect and take myself out of the loop by getting quiet. Through meditation, stillness. This can be tough at first and is for me. The overdriven ego brain doesn't give up so easily. But I've been giving it time. Every day, I begin with just five minutes of silence. I set the timer on my phone and do my best to begin my day with space. The thoughts come in as they will, and I let them go by focusing on my body and my senses. It has been really helping to sink into silence by paying attention to things that are not my thoughts, to ground in my body. And some things that I'm currently trying when I'm meditating are listening, like what do I hear? And then I listen even closer to hear every sound possible and to be present with every tiny sound I hear. And I focus on my body. Where do I feel tense? Where do I feel soft? Can I feel the life vibration in my hands and feet? I focus on my breath. I usually start with this and come back to it when thoughts take over, and they always do. I breathe in, feel my lungs fill up with air, hold it for a few seconds, and then breathe it all out, and then some. I sometimes imagine getting rid of anything toxic with that out-breath and push it further and further, get as much out as I can until my body takes over and I breathe in again. This process takes me to deeper waters where I know that my incessant thoughts are not me and that they aren't necessarily the truth. Just because I think them doesn't mean they're true. And this starts my day without a rush and a mania. That comes as the day progresses, but when that happens, I'm learning to pause even then, even for 10 to 20 seconds, and just breathe and be present, and to feel the joy in just being alive. I know I've talked a lot about meditation and taking pause lately, but I do believe it's the way that we tap into our real wisdom. And these practices are so important on this transformation journey that I'm on. Letting go of constant negative self-talk and thinking has opened up all kinds of possibility for me. A new future. It's also informing decisions I make in the moment. How am I going to feed myself right now? Am I going to react to this person? or take a breath and respond with my best self. Responding, not rushing, and reacting. And I can only tap into that with these silent moments that I take for breath and being present. Okay, so I hope this lesson resonates with you, and here are some of the takeaways. Your chattering mind is not who you are. You do not have to believe your thoughts. You can take moments to disconnect from the movie and see it for what it is. And slowing down and becoming aware of the present moment in your senses and in your body is the key to finding those deeper waters 
below the chattering and ups and downs that come from surface waves. There's a great video visual that helped me conceptualize this that I'll link to in the show notes. We all have a knowing, deeper wisdom that we can tap into, friends. Okay, well, I hope this inspires you to take a little time and a little silence and a little space for yourself this week to disconnect from the movie and the thousands of thoughts that you're having in a day. Because that is not you. That's just your chattering mind. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes, share our Insta posts, and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews in iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because I have so much more to say.